0: People around here trust the shepherds. Jamie, Adam, and the other Jamie—they always have. The sheep trust them too. Gather round. I'll throw another log on the fire. And turn it up just a touch. Cause another episode of the podcast is starting now.
1: Brand new episode of the podcast starts now. Jamie Bendel, Jamie Hernan, and Adam. Whoop, 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 whoop.
0: That's all we got for you folks tonight.
2: (laughs) And good night. (laughs) Our guest today is Dustin Nickerson. Dustin, welcome. Thanks
3: for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So we do lightning round format of the show. We ask, hopefully, probing and thought-provoking questions. You provide top-of-mind answers, and we follow the conversation where it goes. First question we ask our guests is clockwise or counterclockwise.
3: Just in general,
1: uh, you know, clockwise. Clockwise, starting with Adam.
0: All right. My first question for you is who wins in a fight between a guy who has a Glock, which is just essentially a pistol with 15 rounds in it, versus a guy with a sword, but they're in complete darkness. Who wins that fight?
3: Oh, the guy with the gun. Yeah. (laughs) yeah you <laughs> could just he, it's still, he's still gonna have a sense of where the guy is
0: yeah just kind of right
3: yeah. try and yeah, get close still to him. him just as much yeah and that's, it's point blank that's a basically lot of, that's a lot of bullets that's that is a lot of bullets actually shoot himself <laughs> if you would have said maybe three bullets maybe i'd have done the sword but you know just odds wise
0: yeah just spring if you it.
3: take a gun and just do this you're eventually right yeah what's the guy how's the guy with the sword going to avoid that
0: that's a good point. Maybe lay down on the floor and hope for the best.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then just keep like swinging it. at the feet. <laughs> yeah. I think even if in the dark, if you bring a sword to a gunfight, you're going to lose. Got it.
2: Okay. Good answer. All right. So you are skydiving and your parachute snaps loose and it floats away. Who was the first person that comes to mind?
3: Uh, my wife. Is that overly sentimental to say? I would, I would I say my wife.
2: I think that's yeah. a very good answer. Follow-up question. Do you land feet first? Do you go for the belly flop, fetal position?
3: Yeah, yeah. I probably go head or whatever's for sure. I mean, no matter what, you're gonna die. Right. But I don't even want the moment of pain. Right. And you know, if you I feel like if you go feet first, there's a chance that you're gonna feel your legs break. So I don't know how you fall through space.
0: Space or air? Air. Okay, Uh, Okay.
1: yeah. Space.
2: Downward. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, I assume it's downward, but I'm wondering can you still aim yourself or are you just without the ability to direct yourself? Oh, I think
0: you can definitely aim yourself.
3: Yeah. If you get control of your body, right? You know, you see skydivers doing that quite a bit.
0: Right. Because you're basically, you you hold your arms out to try and get yourself flat. If you don't do that, you'll go, you'll basically go like a missile.
1: Well, because I was wondering then with his thing, are you trying then to aim for pavement over grass?
3: Yeah, I don't think Am grass I'm is doing much for you. Yeah, I don't think like water's doing that's anything for yeah, you. That's why at I'm that questioning. Height, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the yeah, answer is. That's why I was asking the question. I have always thought about, like, if you hit a tree, would you have a chance? You know, like, maybe if you're breaking limbs on the way down, like, both types, your own and the tree's limbs, you know? Is there any way to survive? Because I think even if you hit water at that speed, it's probably going to kill you, right?
1: I think I view trees in the canopy of a tree the same way I view a cloud. Like, it's there's something soft and fluffy about
0: it. But it will slow you down? Uh, no, it just it,
1: has a softness to it. Like you, when you think like, oh, it's a tree. It's so-, But then a tree is like a heavy instrument of death.
0: Right. It would skewer you.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but don't you think there is a chance, because a, a tree branch could break. Yes. The ground's not going to break. No. There's a chance that you could break that thing as you go down it. Right? Or am yeah. I just insane? Yeah. I think
0: yeah. you're right. And if you get like a, one of those you know, Pacific Northwest trees...
3: Yeah. You, know, you yeah. get a redwood.
1: Douglas fir and like a leland just, cypress. You could, you could, you know, it's, it's kind of super
0: tall. Forgiving. Maybe you could slow down enough to not die. Yeah.
2: All you need to do is have your shirt snagged on a branch and you're just yeah. hanging there.
0: <laughs> All right. My turn. All right. Dustin,
1: I am your wingman. Mm-hmm. What are we doing?
3: Oh, just, oh, gosh. I'm so, I'm, you're, you're going to fire me. You're going to find a different person to be. <laughs> I mean, I am the lamest. I I I got nothing for you. I think that's square that the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to find you're going to get on Tinder to find someone else to be their wingman. <laughs> you're going to look you're going to float your resume. Oh, no, I have no nighttime interests. I have I don't go to clubs. I've never been to a strip club. I none of it. None of it whatsoever.
2: There are so many things to unpack there. First is it would be great to use Tinder to identify people that you then approach and say, look, I'm not trying to start a relationship. I just want to be your wingman.
3: Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There needs to be tuned for all the different kinds of relationships, not just romantic.
2: Right, exactly.
0: Okay. How small do you think we could shrink humans before we become no longer the dominant species on the planet?
3: Mm. Well, let's see here. We used to be significantly smaller, right? We're growing bigger now than right. we used to.
0: Right, right.
3: Do our, do our brains stay the same size?
0: No, no. They
1: shrink with you. Wait, brains still have the same capacity to function. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same
0: capacity to function.
3: We could get pretty small then because it's not our size that does anything for us now. It's, a, it's, you know, our brains and our thumbs. That's all we got. I would say we could get down to probably about two to three feet.
0: Okay. But not pencil height.
3: No, 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 no. I think anything too much smaller than that, none of the things we build would actually have that much impact.
2: All right, Jamie, you're up. All right, Dustin, what is your best heckling story?
3: You know, heckling stories at a certain point are almost like, what's it's like, it's like Seinfeld said this. It's like asking a a cab driver if he's ever taken a wrong turn. (laughs) You're like, I mean, where do you even start? I, hmm, this is, I'll take it a slightly different direction. There's a, um, The worst shows that we were doing during the pandemic didn't even have a chance of heckling um, because we were doing drive-ins. And I will take a drunk crowd full of hecklers over drive-ins where they don't laugh, they honk. Like that was how they would show that they enjoyed the joke. Oh no. And that's the that's the worst comedic experience I can imagine because not to mention, I mean, of course the timing is weird and all that kind of stuff, but it just doesn't feel good. Like honking's a negative noise. Right. That's not a thing that we, yeah. And like people have like left shows and stuff before and it hurts your feelings to see like a person stand up and leave, but to hear cars turn on their engines and like, drive out of the oh, parking lot it's killer oh that's that's worse than any heckle i can imagine oh.
2: especially if they have to do like a five-point turn because oh yeah, yeah, yeah
3: absolutely yeah, yeah yeah and they're like some of them are drinking i'm like you're risking a dui because my comedy's that bad to you
0: i just want out
3: <laughs> yeah you're willing to lose it all have you been drinking tonight in my defense yeah. yeah let me tell you about
1: this comedy show i just came from
3: yeah Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, not, it was so
0: bad, officer. Not, we
3: got to get in the car. I, uh, yeah, they just pull up my YouTube and the cop's like, I get it. Do no, right, you're
0: fine. It. You, can you go. have any left? Let's have go. some. Can... All right,
2: wrap up this segment for us, Mendel.
1: Three children. What mm-hmm. was your favorite bedtime ritual?
3: There's a couple books that I do genuinely enjoy reading with our kids. Mo Willems has this whole thing about like this character, the pigeon. It's super funny, and the day the crayons quit. Like, there's some jokes. There are some books in that. I was like, these are genuinely very funny, entertaining books. So I would say my favorite bedtime ritual is reading certain books that are, yeah, they 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 get me. They're 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 good laughers, and sometimes they got like a lot of heart to them too. Some kids' books are really really good.
1: You know, you never see adults reading. Kids' book, like at the beach. You know, you're walking by, you see somebody in their chair, and you're like, I think that person's reading Hungry, Hungry Caterpillars. But you could actually, mm-hmm. I, I might have
0: some respect for the person that pulls out like the giving tree. Good night, moon. Right? At the, at the, yeah. and they're like, yeah. you're really going through something right now, aren't you? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you're really having, you're going through some stuff.
3: If I saw an adult by themselves reading a child's book, I would probably call an authority of some type. Yeah, <laughs> upon, upon
0: further yeah. review, you've I, got a good I like point. that you
3: guys are taking this in a sentimental direction. <laughs> it's still pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, I just don't see any good coming from that. <laughs> now, at least publicly. I mean, privately is one thing, but publicly, what? What are we doing here?
1: All right, that's going to do it for this uh, segment here of the podcast. We'll be back with more of our guest, Dustin Nickerson. I will never skydive. No? Not doing it. I don't think I will either. Not ever. Not interested. Yeah.
2: I would love to go skydiving for the experience, but I think the first time you have to go, you have to go tandem, and I really do not want to be that close to someone on my back because I'm having that experience.
0: Whoa. Why? Think about so you all you don't, the other... So it's not the skydiving that scares you, it's the personal contact?
2: Yes, it's a little close.
0: I want them out of my personal space. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So it's not it's not the jumping out of the airplane or the plummeting to Earth. It is the <laughs> contact with a human being.
2: No, yeah, especially on my back. I'd like if they were like if we were next to each other or something where we could just turn to the side and make eye contact would be one thing. But but on my back where I can't see what they're doing and I feel like they're mocking me the whole time and my flailing and screaming. I would actually have my vest lightly loose so I could spin around during the course of the skydiving to where we're now belly to belly.
0: But that's not creepy. It's already creepy. i got to get a good story out of it. Okay, but the belly-to-belly thing, you're okay with that. Hold on a second.
1: <laughs> so I don't know if they would let you do that, but if they did, I do think that would be kind of epic. You'd be like, <laughs> you look me in the eyes. You look me in the eyes! You stare at me the you look whole look me way. in the your eyes. You're making uncomfortable <laughs> eye contact. And you're doing like, why are you staring at my eyes? Because I'm trying to figure out if we're going to smash into the ground. I'm reading your eyes. Thank oh, you. God. Go, let's go back to the guest. <laughs> All right, we are back. A brand new segment. This is the podcast, Jamie, Jamie, and Adam, and our guest, Dustin Nickerson. Dustin, this is the segment where we talk about you.
2: Great.
3: What kind of project uh, do you have
2: going on right now?
3: You know, I'm, I'm doing the usual thing where I, uh, I spin my wheels uh, constantly, <laughs> uh, work all the time, uh, hoping to find some value and affirmation in my work. Sure, sure. Makes sense. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of stuff working on. we got, a, uh, you know, I'm, o- I'm always touring, uh, posting clips and, you know, stuff to all the various, so whatever social you're on, I'm there. I've got a podcast. Uh, don't make me come back there. It comes out every Wednesday. I've got a book that's coming out in June. Got lots of stuff.
1: Talk about the podcast briefly. Mm-hmm. How do you find the process of podcasting? Hmm.
3: Well, our podcast changed during the pandemic. Originally, I mean, it still remains what it what it promises to be, which is it's a funny podcast about family. But forever, it was, or for its first couple of years, it was you know, just interviewing comedians and uh, authors and musicians to you know, and to hear about their family experiences. During the pandemic, it's just so hard to get guests, and my touring stopped. And we shifted to it being me and my wife. And I like that because it is like a totally different side of me. There's, you know, uh, comedy and there's stand up and there's the jokes and social media and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you talk to your significant other in a, a different way all, entirely. And so uh, I, I, we've, yeah, I, I, I love doing it the way that we do it now. All right. Uh,
1: we'll be back with more of the podcast and our guest, Dustin Nickerson, right after this.
2: ever find that your kids when they were little they memorized the children's books that you would read repeatedly and you were convinced that you had the brightest child on the planet because they were actually reading at such a young age
1: i did not but i had little narcs who would know when i skipped a page yeah
0: those people would do that they'd be like dad uh, you skipped a page
1: no they didn't go by the firehouse yeah. i know they
2: did they, yeah they did
0: you, you missed the part about where they drive to the firehouse yeah
1: you know who's almost impossible to gaslight toddlers oh
2: you're like, hey, Daddy's tired, and we're gonna go odd pages only.
1: Yeah, that doesn't work. At oh, all. I never thought of that. I never thought of an odd-only approach. Mostly because they didn't know how to count. They didn't understand the concept of odd numbers. But
0: and also, I'm pretty sure the themes don't carry very well on only odd pages. So the caterpillar climbed into the tree, and then the butterfly found the flower. And you're like, what? What? What just happened? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the guest. I'm excited
1: about a remaining lightning round for this episode of the podcast because I've been enjoying our conversation with our guest, comedian Dustin Nickerson. Yeah. I'm excited about what this lightning round might bring. So, Dustin, we will present the question to you again. Would you like to go clockwise or counterclockwise?
3: Oh, uh, we'll switch it up. We'll do counterclockwise. This All time.
1: right, counterclockwise, starting with Adam.
0: All right, Dustin, we have to get the most cash possible in a robbery with the least amount of security. How do? Where do we go?
3: It's got to be like a grocery store, right? Lots like... of registers, yeah. maybe one security guard, if that's. You know, you got to go fast because, you know, you got to go from multiple grocery stores. But there's going to be a safe there, too. Yep. But it's not like a bank. I would say a grocery store.
0: I like grocery store a lot. I think there'll be more cash than the convenience store. Not as secure yeah. as a bank. Better than no, a convenience even, yeah. store. In a store, there will be there'll be the safe. But we'll have to we can get that safe open and there'll be. And, and I think people go in there right, to cash right. their checks all the time.
3: Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. So
1: one of the rules we have is never disagree with the guest. <laughs> I'm not sure that's been a rule we've done okay. very well with. I think one of the correct answers is pop-up carnival. Ooh. Those carnivals that are just in a random parking lot.
0: Yeah. I right.
1: think Do you have
0: those in the north in the northwest they're or those? They, yeah, all yeah, yeah, okay.
3: yeah. Those are everywhere. Yeah. yeah those yeah. Carny, carnies are everywhere. Pop-up
1: carnies. <laughs> one, it's a carny. There are they themselves are hiding some secrets. Right.
3: Two. <laughs>
1: lots of cash. Three. Is there? Where's the cash? Because it's like it's cash and tickets. It's all cash and tickets.
3: There's no admission to get in. Those are free. So that's not that much. I mean, it's gonna be way less cash than a grocery store, right?
1: The, oh, I assume there was cash.
0: Well see the I problem. Assume here, there was cash I think admission. the problem with the carny is too, is that I gotta hit so many locations to get the cash,
1: yeah. right? I take it back. I thought it was a main entrance where they were buying tickets to go rides. And I was going to where you bought tickets. Oh,
3: I see. That's more like a fair. I'm doing cash grab
2: at the pop-up.
3: But you have to keep in mind, uh, carnies in themselves are kind of a form of security.
2: Yeah, and there's a risk. You know. If you get caught at the grocery store, you may go just go to jail, bond out, you're fine. You get caught by the Carneys. Yeah. They,
3: they may take you on the road. Oh. Someone's going to be yeah. wearing your skin in the morning. That someone's paying cash to see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Carney, worst case, I thought, is split the money.
0: No, I think Carney Law kicks mm-hmm. in and they. Carney Law is split yeah. the money. Yeah, Carney Law is. I'm not turning you in. Is we we, we take your tongue out. Doesn't
3: Carney feel like a word we're not supposed to say anymore? When you say does it feel like that? It It does. It does. does.
2: (laughs) All right. So, uh, Dustin, uh, so you have a Patreon, Patreon Patreon account Uh that that you've set up for your fans a very unique top tier in which if you're at the top tier of your Patreon, you will send them an item from a thrift store Mm -hmm. that you purchase every month.
3: Every month, yeah.
2: Yep. And so, one, everybody should go do that because that would be quite entertaining. But two, in your thrifting career, what is the best find you've ever made at a thrift store?
3: Yeah, that's so I'm like a prolific thrifter. I I do it all the time. Like in we went thrift shopping today, I do it constantly couldn't tell you what my all-time favorite was because there's just too many it would be like asking jordan which his favorite basket was Very when nice. they see you come into the store do they run and try to lock the door close the blinds turn the lights yeah. off? <laughs> no they know like all right this guy's this guy's uh, for real here i sometimes i have to space it out because i'm like you guys haven't got enough new inventory for me here they do recognize me when i come in nice. which is nice you nice. know
0: where everybody knows your name, kind of thing.
3: That's my Cheers. That's yeah. what i was gonna say. Goodwill is my Cheers. All right, Dustin. What is <laughs> yeah. a
1: parenting moment you would like to have back?
3: Oh man. Mm. So our our youngest child just got into therapy because she had some like uh she had some like anxiety and some uh some anxious ticks and stuff like that. And we've had this moment where like oh man, like it took us three kids to. Put one in therapy. We should, probably should have gotten to this earlier, you know. And so I almost wish we could have had all those first six, seven years of the older, because like having waiting until your third kid to put them in therapy, it's like um it's like waiting to your forties to like start eating healthy or something. Right. And you're like, well, yeah, the damage yeah, is yeah. done.
0: All right. Who do you think, if you were getting, going to get into a fight with a sitcom and he's fighting with you, like he's on the he's fighting on your side, a sitcom mm-hmm. character, which character do you take?
3: I would take Robert from Everybody Loves Raymond, the brother, Brad Garrett. Oh, that's a yes,
0: great call. That's
3: Tall. Yeah. He's a cop. Yeah. Right? Is he a cop? In just it?
0: physically intimidating.
3: Yeah. So Probably armed. He's, he's going to be armed. He's going to know how to fight.
0: He's got the big voice. Wow. And you just fired. That was, that's probably the best pick possible. And you just fired it off from the top of your.
2: (laughs) Well, actually, I would say that Raven's mother, Raven's mother mother. (laughs) would be the best one there. But
0: Jamie, your question. All right. So
2: you're at a barbecue joint in Escondido, California. Okay. Mm -hmm. And a group of armed toddlers approach you and demand quarters for the claw machine. Problem is you only have one quarter and there's five armed toddlers. All right. They tell you if you win them a prize, they'll spare your life. What's your winning technique on the claw machine?
3: You, you, you aim for the tag, right? Mm. You try and get whatever tag is exposed. You're not trying to, you're not trying to hook the animal or like grab the animal. You're trying to get one of those little hooks, you know, uh, to gra- to grab one of those tags. You know, that's, that's your best hope. I think, you nice. know, that's that's such a funny example that barbecue, it, I don't, I don't know if you pulled that from somewhere, but I've told that story before. My very first paid gig was at a barbecue joint in Escondido. (laughs) It was called Mike's Barbecue. I got paid $20 in a beer, and I was like, I've made it. I've made it. And you were not Which was more important, the $20 or the beer? The beer, because normally you had to pay for that. You know, that was like usually with those early years you lose money every gig that you do between gas and grabbing a drink or food or whatever while you're there and you know so it was uh you know plus beer's really good in San Diego we're a big beer town
0: all right who wins in a fight between Mike Tyson versus all of BTS
3: Mike Tyson yeah Mike Tyson versus any band in history is Mike Tyson. Ooh,
0: that's an interesting one. Except yeah, right. have, what?
3: If, if, if he does something to BTS, their fans are coming
2: after him. And, and Yeah, yeah,
3: that's why I'm clarifying that that's not about BTS. That's right. about, I mean, it could be Led Zeppelin. It could be The Roots. It yeah. could be, it, you know, it could be BTS. It could be Backstreet Boys. It could be, well, maybe there's there's a number. I yeah, I was going to say like Chicago is, when yes. they had the whole
0: brass section.
3: The, the Roots might be too many because that's like 10 to 12 guys, yeah. right? Like that... You Know, but don't if you, get... you had like four roots, four you know, roots, right? I think that we underestimate how debilitating a single punch from Mike Tyson would be, no matter where it landed on your body, right? I think, especially, we're talking prime Mike Tyson. All right, so what is one type of animal that most people like, but you just can't stand and you'd be
2: fine if they went extinct?
3: I don't, full on extinct,
0: that seems so
2: harsh.
3: I don't have any ill will towards any animal
2: all right so not fully extinct Mm. there's a few can i can i
3: give a hot take that people aren't gonna this is people aren't gonna like you know you know what I? you know what i'm not crazy about i'm not crazy about dogs i don't hate them i don't love them i feel the way towards dogs that most people feel towards cats i go there's a dog now, do I have some dog dog related trauma? Yes, I do, <laughs> and those things go in and in. Okay. Okay. But nonetheless, that is still uh, that is still. I just go all right. There's a dog. Okay.
1: I had a thought today, and I know this is a this again. It was a thought that was in my brain today, and I was thinking how hard it must be to be a dog and to be unable to communicate using words. Like you spend your whole life being effectively mute. This is your first time having this?
0: Talk? This is seriously the first <laughs> time you've, you've thought about that? It
1: was. It was today. It struck <laughs> me and I never considered to me to be like, God, my dogs like literally have spent their whole lives living together and can't talk to each other.
0: Well, the dogs, how do we know the dogs can't talk to each other? Because they don't. Oh, I think they do.
3: No, yeah, they don't.
0: No, they communicate in a different manner.
3: They definitely but- communicate. Yeah, they just yep. don't.
0: I mean, you're, you're saying they don't use words to each I'm other? I'm saying
1: how incomplete your expressions are.
3: Yeah. Dogs I mean, that applies to literally every creature. Right? I, get, <laughs> I know. I, I, I wasn't <laughs> contemplating all of the creatures. Yeah, I yeah, hadn't yeah, gotten that yeah. far
1: in my assessment. But I was thinking today as I was putting, getting, feeding the dogs that I was like, These guys never talk to each other.
3: That's got to be so weird.
1: They just wait till you leave the room.
3: Yeah, exactly. We've all seen Secret Life of Pets. Again, so, I think play. All right, here's Justin my last question. Rep- I've
1: got a final
3: question that I would like to ask.
1: You have the opportunity to meet and have a great buddy weekend with one celebrity dog. Who do you choose?
3: Celebrity dog? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't even know any, uh, you know... I'd, l- I'd probably Airbud because we can play sports. Does that count? Yes, so absolutely. I mean. yeah, that totally counts. counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's can the perfect.
3: Yet? Oh, yeah, I'll go with Airbud.
1: All right. Well, this has been an entertaining episode. We appreciate you being here with us.
0: Adam's questions probably need some more work going into these things. But, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. Yeah, it's been Where a pleasure. Where do people Tyson? find you on
2: social media?
3: Uh, I'm at Dustin Nickerson everywhere. That's... uh except TikTok at Dustin Nickerson Comedy. But wherever you are on the internet, uh, I am too.
1: Awesome. Well, we appreciate it and continued success with personal and professional things. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Dustin. Cool,
3: cool. Appreciate All right. it. Thanks for guys, uh,
1: Jamie, Jamie, and Adam, that'll do it for this episode of The podcast Takataka. Taka.
0: Fire's Fire is getting low. Uh, this episode of The podcast is over. Uh, Time to go home now, sheep. Go on. Back to where you came. We'll call you back when it's time for another podcast. Daka Daka.